the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Boy, do we have a treat for you today. The music the world's been waiting for. Barbara Streisand's new album, and it's all about Donald Trump. Yeah, Babs has said, by the way, that this has made her fat. I want you to know that that uh, she has said the other day that this Donald Trump's presidency has made her fat. But at least she's good, still good looking. It's just so great that Babs' career has lasted this long and she's still around to give us this this kind of music and just makes you feel so good. And so, I'm, I'm so impressed that she cares so much. But, you know, it's obvious that that song is it's just going straight to the top of the charts, as Casey Kasem would say. Let's find out what the kids think about it. Let's get a rating on this. Why did you like that? I like the words, I like the rhythm, so I gave it a 90. What did you think of it? I gave it a 90. I felt it had a good beat also, and it was easy to dance to. Bob, how did we make up? Got an 84 and a half. <laughs> we'll be back. Don't be at a disadvantage when it comes to your Medicare coverage. The 2018 Donut Hole is closing fast. Open enrollment ends December 7th, and you have some important decisions to make today. This is John Stagerwald. Medicare is confusing. Todd Marley and the experts at Marley Financial know you have questions, and they have the answers you're looking for. Before you lock in for another year, are you sure you're getting the best coverage possible? Visit MarleyFG.com and find out for yourself. Do you hold Pat for 2019? Has your Advantage plan changed terms on you? What premiums are going up next year and how much? Should you switch your Part D prescription plan or drop it all together? Don't go it alone. Let Marley Financial steer you to a comprehensive solution that lets you access any hospital or doctor you want. A plan that focuses not just on cost, but quality. With lower deductibles and co-pays that are little to none. Why get stuck paying thousands in out-of-pocket expenses? Visit MarleyFG.com today. That's MarleyFG.com. Healthy pets, healthy people, focusing on a natural, holistic approach for human and animal wellness. Host Dr. Edmund Sokowski and his guests discuss various topics on health and wellness for us and our companion animals. Airs each Saturday, live from 9 to 10 in the morning on 1250 AM, The Answer. Giving you the opportunity to call in with your questions. A healthy pet is a happy pet and being healthy makes people happy. Tune in, listen, learn, be well. Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. It's been a full day. The to-do list is done, the kids are in bed, the dishes can wait. Right now, this moment is just for you. It's your chance to unwind. It's your end of day, ah... 
At the Original Mattress Factory, we're proud supporters of the end of day awe, and we want to see how you relax at the end of your busiest days. Share your posts on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the hashtag end of day awe for the chance to win a $1,000 Original Mattress Factory gift certificate. Relax. You've earned it. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. But AM 1250 The Answer and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college, in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our tuition solution specialist at 412-503-4769 to reserve yours. Hi everybody, this is Craig Wolfley from my friends at J&D Waterproofing. For every waterproofing or foundation repair, a portion of the proceeds go to the Light of Life Rescue Mission or the Make-A-Wish Foundation. Hello, this is Ralph Sindrich. I'm proud to be a part of this program. Such a fine service to be offered to the community. For every job commitment, I'll provide a signed copy of my book NFL Bro. Call for a free estimate at 1-800-VERY-DRY. That's 1-800-VERY-DRY. Or visit us on the web at jdwaterproofing.com You wouldn't put a square peg in a round hole, so why would you deploy a traditional firewall in a modern decentralized network? Firewalls have new requirements for businesses leveraging SaaS-based applications and public cloud platforms like AWS, Azure, and Google Cloud. We're in the cloud generation now, so your firewalls have to be engineered to fit right in. Reclaim your cloud network. Try a Barracuda cloud generation network or application firewall free at barracuda.com slash firewalls. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, the caravan is still headed north from Central America. It's going to be, well, we'll be talking about it right up until Election Day on Tuesday. And, you know, lots of people in the country, especially in the media, have had their feelings hurt by it being referred to as an invasion. And most of the media would like you to believe that it's mostly mothers with their kids trying to escape violence in their home country. And they're coming here looking for asylum and just looking for a better life. But most of the uh, most of them have been watching that uh, caravan from a couple of thousand miles away. Chris Farrell is director of investigations and research at Judicial Watch, and he was right in the middle of the caravan. He joins us now. Chris, thanks for being here. Great to be with you, John. Thanks very much. So, when and where did you go, and how long were you there? Four days in Guatemala last week. Um, we did everything from on the ground, walking with the people who were heading up the road, headed north uh, on one level. And on the other level, uh, literally in the presidential palace with President Jimmy Morales, his cabinet members, defense minister, intelligence chief, etc. So we, we saw it from all angles. So let's go there first. First of all, I, I want to ask you, um, how many... Other cameras did you see? I know you went there and, and you have a videotape. Uh, you can tell us where you can see that. But um, sure. you you did a produced documentary, I guess you would call it, down there of your of your trip. Um, right. Wh- how many other people like you were there? People, American media who were right down in the middle of it. Were there many? Zero. 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 I can tell you that the, the public affairs guy for President Morales came to me and said, hey, listen, we really appreciate you coming and, and interviewing because uh, no one else has come to us. We haven't had a single request from any American media outlets at all. That, now, that's just the president said that? 
That, that, the president's spokesperson told me that, the minister of defense, and their intelligence chief. All three of them told me that. And what about as you were in the caravan? Were there no, no media there either? In the area that I was, there was local Guatemalan media. There were, uh, I saw two representatives from different uh, conventional newspaper you know, press operations and one radio guy. But they, these were, these were uh, Latin American? Or, or, Correct. They were, not, they were not. They were not Americans. So no CNN, no Fox, no NBC, CBS, ABC. No. They here's the difference, John. Um, they sit in their studios in Washington and New York and talk about it. Yeah. And and here at Judicial Watch, we actually go out and we uh, <laughs> we commit an act of journalism. What a concept. We, we actually go to the source. Yeah, but but I I. <laughs> This is a pretty good story. It's, uh, I mean, the networks do stories like this. No matter what your political uh, bent is, this is a, a humanitarian story. It's a spectacle. It's, uh, I worked in TV for a long time. It's, it's great pictures. It's, it's the most perfect television story you could want every day for as long as you want it to be. Well, and there are no, no curiosity? So, but, 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 yeah, I mean, I think essentially they take uh, a pool feed from two or three sources and run it over and over again incessantly. They're, there's re, re, they are remarkably incurious about actually getting on the ground and seeing what's going on. They they do the sloppy, lazy, easy way out. Wow. So so maybe it's not an invasion. Uh, maybe it is. Uh, but is it a caravan? Oh, it's, 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 uh, it's enormous. I mean, even the term caravan, frankly, is a misnomer. This is an this is an intermittent river of humanity. Uh, there, there's there's ebb and flow. There's groups, and then there's pauses or breaks, and then there's another huge group. Uh, this is nonstop. Caravan is is all too cute of a term. This is an enormous wave of uh, humanity marching north. And you you can say that. Uh, and if you if you say that around the wrong people in the you know the, around the studios at CNN or. MSNBC, they're going to call you uh, a racist for saying it's not uh, something cute like a caravan or something that warms your heart. Uh, but, but as you said, they don't go there. They, they haven't yeah, been there. There's, there's, a lot, there's a lot of reckless, heated language being thrown around. Uh, if you disagree with someone, you know, they, they, you're, you're smeared and sort of, you right. know, oh, you're, you're a hater and you're a racist and you're you're just afraid of women and children coming to find a new life in America, and it, it's really disingenuous. It's it's sort of a false choice argument. Well, overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly, like ninety eight percent of the people that we saw marching north are young men between the ages of like fifteen and forty. Wow, overwhelmingly. That's a that oh so I mean ninety eight percent. That means that there's a few. Very few women and children sprinkled into the crowd there. Correct, correct. And we exactly see, we correct. see a lot of them on television, though, when they do send pictures back. They they do have a tendency to focus on a on a super minority. They don't they don't accurately portray the overwhelming numbers in the other direction. Shocking. Uh, now, President Trump has taken a lot of criticism for saying there are uh, lots of bad people headed our way. Is he right? Yeah, I mean, I spoke with Guatemalan police officials, their intelligence uh, folks, people in their immigration service. Um, 
you know, they have grave reservations about, there's all sorts of things going on. Not only are there, are there, I mean, literally I saw guys with gothic MS tattoos on their neck and collarbone. So I have no doubt that there are MS-13 members in the, in the gangs so or moving in there. But there are other criminal elements, and there are people who are using the quote-unquote caravan as sort of cover to conduct other illegal activity. For example, human smuggling. Um, a, a senior Guatemalan official sent me a photograph of seven children that had been recovered as part of a Honduran smuggling ring, and they were kind of you know, burrowed into or nestled into the overall movement of people so that there, there are criminal elements who are using, look, there's a lot of people that are just there to go, you know, meet their cousin in Texas who can get them a roofing job. There's a lot of that. Don't, don't misunderstand me. I, I think the vast majority are, are really sort of economic uh, refugees. That doesn't get you asylum, but that, that's why they're headed north because they're just looking to make a, have a better life. I get that. But there are also a very dangerous element that is embedded within and using the, the caravan as sort of cover for their activities. Uh, who, who provided the Porta Johns? Precisely. I mean, the, the Minister of Defense was flabbergasted. He said, look, this is an incredibly elaborate, sophisticated operation that was you know, planned, designed, they had uh, rest points. They had food and water stations. He says anybody who thinks that this is a, a spontaneous uprising or, you know, spontaneous migration is either a fool or they're lying. But the logistics of it, I mean, I see the pictures, you know, when I do see it on the news, and it's you're, basically what you see mostly is a, a shot from, you know, an aerial view. Um, you don't you don't see too many right inside, as you say. That you didn't see any cameras, but I mean, I, I sit here thinking, well, what are they eating? Um, uh, do they have? How are they going to the bathroom? Uh, what? How are they Correct. bathing? How does that? Who's Correct. doing all that? How are they taking care of all that? That's all organized by what are essentially. I'll tell you what the Guatemalan government officials told me. This is what they said: Look, these are all leftist groups. We know some of them, some of them we don't know, and they're infuriated by what they're doing because the President Morales of Guatemala wants them criminally investigated because he believes that they are endangering the lives of the people that they are organizing and sending north. What do you know about President Morales as far as his political leanings? Is he a friend of the United States? He is a friend of the United States. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, he's, uh, what's interesting is there are some parallels to President Trump. His background is he's not a politician. He's a television guy. He was a comedian. Oh. And, and he ran on a platform of, I'm not a politician and I'm not corrupt, so elect me. Well, Sound familiar? Yeah, yeah, a little <laughs> bit. Well, you know, I, I, uh, I took a trip to Nicaragua uh, about 20 years ago. And uh, so, I mean, I, 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 and I've been to uh, the Dominican Republic. I've been to Mexico. Um, so, I, I, you know, I have a little bit of a feel for what it's like in those places. Nothing like what you've experienced. But um, the, the, I mean, I can be, remember being in Mexico City and I was doing a sports story covering the Steelers. And, you know, Mexico City seems to be, I guess you would think that's one of the more civilized places down there, more advanced 
and they told us, don't stand on the corner with your camera because there's a good chance you'll be kidnapped. They'll take your camera and dump you out of the car somewhere out in the country. Uh, that's 20 years ago, and that's in Mexico City. So I, I can't imagine who's prowling around this caravan, or whatever you want to call it, and, and some of the stuff yeah, that's... They're not, this is not, uh, you know, it's not a prayer group. Now, I, I don't want to be too flippant, because there certainly were people of faith there yeah. who who literally were praying because they were terrified and they were very anxious about what they were doing. So I'm not making fun of them. But what I am trying to get across to you is that there were some real bad actors who were seeking to exploit these folks. We're talking to Chris Farrell. He's the director of investigations and research at the Judicial Watch. At Judicial Watch, and uh, spent some time down there. Uh, I guess I don't know what else to call it. I mean, what if I can't call it a caravan, Chris? What should I should I call it? The invasion or what? No, I mean it, 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 that's the sort of you know that's the, toy, the, the term that that's been coined. So yeah. it's totally legitimate to, to say that. I, I'm just trying to get across to your listeners that it's actually much more significant and, frankly, much more important than a term that I think almost trivializes how serious it is. So uh, you mentioned that you know, the, the, most of the media covering this are covering it from back in their studios in New York or Washington or L.A., but um, how, are they, how are the media getting away with portraying this as a nice, wholesome crowd coming here to make America better instead of what you describe? Well, I mean, they take uh, select video clips of, uh, you know, moms and crying kids. And certainly they are there. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a lie. No, it's a legitimate, accurate presentation. It's just enormously selective. <laughs> it's, it's a super minority. So, yes, there are moms and crying kids. I, I get it. Um, it's just that when you see that same loop you know, played for the 15th time, ask yourself, is there nothing else that they can show or explain are there no other interviews to be done? Uh, what kind of questions are being asked by the reporters who are on the ground in the field? Is anybody challenging, hey, you said this, but, you know, how did you get here? Who organized this? Who told you to come? Hey, why is that guy on the side of the road who's acting like sort of like a marshal, you know, like, a, like an organizer? Mm-hmm. Why, when I turn the camera on him, does he run away? You know, yeah. <laughs> ask yourself some questions like that, you know? And where, who did organize this? That's just it. You will not get a straight answer. Uh, there, there were rehearsed lines. Um, in fact, sometimes it was a non-secretor. You'd be asking them something about, where did you get together to, to leave? And the guy would answer, no, I was not paid. <laughs> so they didn't they have any idea what their, the question was. They just know what the answer is supposed they're, to be. They're, they they would get you know one of their you know two or three standard lines that they were coached to say, uh, and they would offer them sometimes in an oddly inconsistent way. But um, but look, that's this is a, a like I said, the Minister of Defense was quite specific. He said, look, this is an elaborate, orchestrated, planned operation, uh, and anybody who wants to just portray it as anything less than that or anything more casual than that. Uh, you know, is really trying to mislead people. And, and, but, but you still have, you have thousands of people who left one place and are headed for another. What are Correct. they legitimately and uh, realistically expecting to find at the end of the trip? You know, I think they're operating on a lot, a lot of, you know, sort of a kiss and a promise, you know, goodbye, good luck. Uh, 
they're being told that if they get there, meaning our border, you know, that they'll be uh, taken care of or they'll be given some sort of uh, language which will allow them to make a claim, uh, you know, for asylum, not realizing that, you know, just wanting a better job is not sufficient. That does not get you in the door. Um, so I think that that's, I mean, that's really kind of the sad part is that a lot of these folks are, are being manipulated. They're being used. It's sort of a publicity stunt and they're being taken advantage of people who are anxious to push a, a, a sort of a political agenda at their expense. And that's, that's also sort of the untold story is, okay, what are the human consequences for this incredible manipulation of thousands of people? Who's, who's going to answer for that? Who's going to take it on the chin when they're, they're living in, in tent cities, either in Mexico or, or just across the border here? Uh, when families are separated, and you can hear the, the you know you can already anticipate the, the the hysterics about denying people free entry to run wild in the country. Uh, any Middle Easterners there that you could tell? Absolutely. In fact, yeah. I mean, I spoke with the immigration chief who uh, uh, in a town actually just south of a place called. Uh, uh, Chiki, um, I'm going to screw the name up, unfortunately. Uh, Chikimulpa, I think is the name of the town. Um, and he was talking about the fact that there were uh, any number of people from different African countries, which I found quite astonishing. Wow. The, the Congo. Uh, yeah. the, I guess the, the furthest afield that I heard was that there were people from Bangladesh that they had picked up. Wow. Which I found I found astonishing. Hey, Chris, I'm on uh, I'm just about out of sure. time. I, sure. I, you have about 30 seconds. Tell me where people can see whatever it is you came back with uh, the production that you did. Sure. The place to go is judicialwatch.org. So it's the, the, our name, judicialwatchaltogether.org. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got lots of reporting and, and videos. You can see it for yourself. All right. Chris, thanks a lot for being here. Uh, great work. And it's well, I shouldn't say it's astounding that the, that you came back with this, that nobody else has it. It's I guess it's predictable but thanks i really appreciate it thanks very much okay that's chris farrell director of investigations and research at judicial watch and uh that's some pretty amazing stuff there you won't hear anywhere else but you heard it here on the john stagerwald show on am 1250 the answer stick around With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump is explaining his Thursday remarks that if U.S. troops face rock-throwing migrants, they should react as though the rocks were rifles. President Trump says some members of the migrant caravans are known to be dangerous. What I don't want is I don't want these people throwing rocks. It's turned out, in fact, it was just announced by Homeland Security, you have in just certain areas over 300 people that they know are trouble. What they did to the Mexican military is a disgrace. The president says that his remarks were not to be interpreted as an order to shoot, but as a directive to arrest and detain anyone who throws objects in order to harm those who are protecting the U.S. border. Uh, Yet another down day on Wall Street as the Dow dropped 110 points to 25,270. The Nasdaq lower by 77. The S&P 500 declined 17. Oil dropped to 63.14 a barrel. SRN News. 
Pat Boone here again for Relief Factor, the company that's helping thousands of people, just like my wife Shirley and me, deal with all kinds of occasional aches and pains. For years, Shirley struggled with her neck and her shoulder pain kept her from sleeping through the night. A lot of people, just like Shirley, struggle with aches and pains due to aging or exercise. Why don't you order the three-week quick start? It's now only $19.95, and let's see if we can get you out of pain, too. Go to relieffactor.com. Are you a responsible person who finds yourself growing deeper in credit card debt? Then get ready for a toll-free number that will put you on a path to financial recovery. Trinity Debt Management will consolidate your accounts and work with your creditors. You'll save thousands and become debt-free for keeps. If your debt has you down, we should talk. Call Trinity at 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. 1-800-990-6976. Mike Gallagher explains Trump keeps winning despite the obstacles. NBC Wall Street Journal released a poll. 47% of American voters approve of the job President Trump is doing. This is his highest approval rating yet. Despite everything that is thrown at him. Despite the entire universe, it feels, trying to stop him. Let it sink in. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The Answer. G'day. I'm Scott from Plug-In Pest Free. I want to personally thank all my Plug-In Pest Free customers who've taken the time out to call, write, and who have left messages to thank me for ridding their homes and businesses of unwanted rodent and pest problems. So from me to you, I thank you. Plug-In Pest Free is the only scientifically tested and, more importantly, consumer-proven electromagnetic pest management system since 1995. Why put up with those annoying rodents and pests any longer? Plug-in Pest Free is 100% chemical-free, making it your safest bet to manage your rodent and pest problems around your family and pets. With a 60-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. So order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off and free shipping. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret, plug in and forget. Gopestfree.com today. Did you know that when you buy a mattress from a retail store, that mattress is being sold for the second time? What do I mean? Well, the manufacturer sells the mattress to the retailer, who in turn sells it to you with costs and markups for both parties. At the Original Mattress Factory, we have our own factory right here at our store. So the mattress you buy is being sold for the first and only time. That's why our prices are hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see for yourself. It's been a full day. The to-do list is done, the kids are in bed, the dishes can wait. Right now, this moment is just for you. It's your chance to unwind. It's your end of day, ah. At the Original Mattress Factory, we're proud supporters of the end of day, ah, and we want to see how you relax at the end of your busiest days. Share your posts on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter with the hashtag end of day, ah, for the chance to win a $1,000 Original Mattress Factory gift certificate. Relax. You've earned it. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Lots of delays out there. You're crawling along on the Parkway East outbound Forbes Avenue to Edgewood, Swissvale. Plenty of delays on the inbound side, Edgewood, Swissvale to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and Forbes Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Parkway West, seeing a slow ride in the inbound side, Green Tree to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. Now, let's check out Crosstown Boulevard, where you're going to see some delays as you head up to Veterans Bridge on the outbound side. And outbound 28, your slow Chestnut Street to 40th Street and Butler Street to the Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. 
Weather. Mostly cloudy and chilly tonight with some spotty showers, especially later on tonight, the low 39. Tomorrow, a passing morning shower, otherwise mostly cloudy and breezy. High 49 degrees for tomorrow night. Partly cloudy again, chilly, low 34. A mixture of clouds and sunshine for Sunday, turning milder for the afternoon. High 55. I'm meteorologist Danielle Niddle on AM 1250, The Answer. This is the John Stacker Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, are you ready for some more transgender insanity? We have to go a little bit more of a distance this time, all the way up to Anchorage, Alaska, where there's a homeless shelter that's having an issue because it didn't want to allow a, well, a biological man to come in and sleep with the women in the homeless shelter. Imagine that. Kate Anderson is the senior counsel at Alliance Defending Freedom. She's here to talk about it. Kate, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Okay, so uh, can you just give me the short version of what's going on up there with the Hope Center in Alaska and why uh, you guys are involved in it? The Hope Center's women's shelter exists to serve women in the community who have found themselves homeless and who have been abused. These are women who have suffered uh, sex trafficking, domestic violence, some of the most horrible crimes and abuses. And they can come to the Hope Center to find safe shelter uh, with other women at night. Um, a gentleman came to the Hope Center, an individual who is male uh, but identifies as female, and wanted to stay at the shelter for the night. He was obviously inebriated. He was injured. And so the Hope Center paid for his transportation to get him to the hospital to get the care that he needed. Um, But because this individual is a man who identifies as a woman, uh, Anchorage heard about it and has now come after the Hope Center. Okay. And uh, let me just, uh, as I was doing some research into this, I came across uh, something on the website uh, Think Progress, which is dangerous enough. But um, I just want to—I just want to read you the first. Well, not the first paragraph. Well, maybe it is. Yeah, it's the, actually the first paragraph uh, of the story. This will give you an idea of, for everybody to get an idea uh, where what you're dealing with. And this is the, this is from the Think Progress story. The Alliance Defending Freedom (ADF), the hate group. <laughs> Challenging LGBTQ protections all over the country has a new client, the Downtown Soup Kitchen, and in parentheses, Hope Center in Anchorage, Alaska, because the charity wants permission to refuse to shelter transgender women. ADF argues in a federal lawsuit that the city's entire non-discrimination law should be declared unconstitutional. Is that true that you'd like you're going after the, the actual uh, the non-discrimination law in Anchorage or is that a federal law you're going after? It's the non-discrimination law in Anchorage that the uh, city of Anchorage is trying to apply to the Hope Center in an unusual way. That law actually has an exemption for homeless shelters, and rightly so. Uh, That exemption allows shelters like the Hope Center to provide shelter for women and women only when you have people who have been in abusive situations that need that safety and security. Uh, But Anchorage is refusing to apply that exemption here, and so we're challenging that. Well, you know, I'm lucky enough to have never spent a night in a homeless shelter. Um, But and I don't know what it what, you know, what what the logistics are. Mm -hmm. But is it are, is it multiple women sleeping in an area where they expect to have a 
and by the way, every time they refer to a biological man in this Think Progress um, story, it's in quotes. But every time a, a biological man, if, if a biological man would come in there, he, she would be sleeping in a bed right next to a woman who might have been abused? Yes, that's exactly what we're talking about. The women at the Hope Center sleep in one large room. Uh, their beds are three to five feet from each other. Uh, they sleep there. Uh, in many cases, they change clothes there in the morning and in the evening. Uh, and again, we're talking about women who have suffered serious abuse. I've talked to some of these women, and they explain to me the emotional and physical consequences that they endure if they are confronted with a biological male where they are going to sleep. And it's not just a biological male being there, you know, coming in to empty the wastebaskets. It's a... It's a biological male who's going to be sleeping there and being in the room when they're supposed to be getting dressed and doing things where they you know, might want a little bit of privacy, right? Exactly. The privacy and safety concerns for these women is important. And another piece that I think is getting missed in that Think Progress article is the fact that the Hope Center also has a soup kitchen, they have showering and laundry facilities, and they have job skills training that are open to both men and women during the day. And the particular individual who has come into the shelter that sort of started this concern from Anchorage, he has been served meals and showers there and would any time again. But uh, so the, the issue is his desire to sleep there and they won't let him and that's, that's what the fight's over? Yes, the fight is over whether um, an individual who is biologically male can sleep in a women's only shelter. And the Hope Center operates according to their religious beliefs, and so it's a religious belief issue, but it's also a safety and security issue for these women because of the trauma that they have endured. Uh, even a man very innocently in their presence can trigger significant anxiety, make it difficult for them to breathe. Uh, one woman told me that she would have to go sleep in the woods before she could stay there because the impact on her would be so bad. But the the people who are fighting this they don't want to hear that no they don't unfortunately but we're trying to let people know uh, to protect these women and protect the shelter's ability to operate according to its beliefs this is interesting because these are the people who are when i say the the, the people the people who would be fighting for the rights for this uh biological man in quotes to be there um they're the ones who are constantly talking about how women have to be protected and respected and yes, in this case, exactly. it doesn't it doesn't count because the LGBTQ aspect of it it supersedes that. I guess is that how that works? There's definitely some irony in that, um, but these women do need protection, and the Hope Center works with other shelters in the area um, to make sure that everybody, this individual, any individual, can find a safe place to sleep. But their piece in that is to provide a women's only shelter where women who need that can find it. We're talking to Kate Anderson. She's senior counsel at Alliance Defending Freedom. Um, um, I have a, I have a, just a, a, a lawyerly question for you, since you are obviously an attorney, and, and I, I, this is something that's always confused me. Um, and it's, first of all, it's a it's a women's shelter, so they expect women to come there, and they they've made it clear that they are um, to taking care of women who have issues, and that there would be a men's shelter somewhere for men, but. If uh, where are we now in the transgender thing uh, issue? Where uh, if if I uh, if I look, dress, act, 
uh, appear like a man. I have facial hair. And, I mean, how, how effeminate or how do I have to be dressed to be able to, to, to um, get by as a biological man in a women's shelter. I don't know if I'm making myself clear here. I mean, if I just if a, if a guy who looks exactly like a man would never be anybody who would have any doubt that it's a man, and he walked in and just said, uh, "Yeah, well, I'm I'm a, my name's Sally." Is that all you need? I mean, wh- wh- at what point is there some kind of a, a requirement? You know, or is there none? I guess that's what I'm asking. It's just strange well, to me. That is the problem. In this Anchorage law, the definition of gender identity is so broad that essentially somebody who comes in and self-identifies has to be treated as the gender that they identify as. Uh, And that's problematic uh, for all of the reasons that you just stated. Well, so so if if I'm in Anchorage, Alaska, and I decide that I'm going to go to the uh, the local health club, uh, and I... I've dressed like a man. I look like a man. I'm not the least bit effeminate. I'm not wearing nail polish or eyeshadow. And I just walk into health club and I stroll into the women's locker room and I say, my name's Sally. Is there, is there nothing they can do about it? Well, that's one of the things that we're going to the court about. The law isn't clear what can be done about that. And that's something that the law needs to be more clear on. But, but how can the law, what's the law going to, if, if, if the law is made more clear, what can it say? You have to be a, a certain, you have to be wearing certain clothes or you have to have nail polish or, I, I mean, it's just, I don't, how do you, how do you define it? That's what's so difficult in these cases around the country is that it's very difficult to define and um how the law can legislate those kinds of things. But here, we're talking about providing care right. to people who have found themselves homeless, and uh, the Hope Center does work with other shelters. There are a number of shelters in the area that have worked out ways to be able to provide care for both men and women and for people who identify as the opposite gender uh, so that all can be served. Uh, but the important piece that Anchorage is missing is that some women need to be in a women's only shelter, and that's what the Hope Center provides. Well, the reli- there's a religious component to this, though, too, right? Does that does that how does that affect it? Certainly. Well, the Hope Center operates according to its religious beliefs, and it's those beliefs that motivate the good work that it does. It was those beliefs that motivated it to open the women's shelter a couple of years ago because there was need for a shelter of that nature in the area. Uh, But the city cannot come in now and tell the Hope Center that they have to operate under uh, an idea of gender that violates the Hope Center's religious beliefs. And that's a big issue going on in our country. Every American, every organization, every individual should be able to to live and act according to their own beliefs. So as of right now, the Hope Center is uh, protected by that? Well, that's what the court case is about. Okay, Uh, so it's it's still pending, you mean? It is still pending. We have just asked the court to make an early and immediate ruling to try to make sure that the Hope Center can continue to operate as it has and that women can continue to be protected while the case is litigated. Um, And would there be some kind of an exemption because it's a homeless shelter? Well, the law does have an exemption for homeless shelters. That's a particularly odd legal wrinkle in this. Uh, But Anchorage has refused to apply that exemption in this case, and we're not really sure why. And when you say Anchorage, how far up and who, who in Anchorage is is opposing this or forcing it or however you want to look at it? This is coming out of their Equal Rights Commission. Okay. Now, I, I have a question. I mean, um, is it does it get government funding, the shelter? The shelter is donation-based. 
Um, and that has been a problem for them. Uh, they have not been able to speak about what's going on there um, because of the nature of the investigation and the laws in Anchorage. And so they are taking a financial hit uh, because people don't understand what's happening. Uh, and they are all dependent to do this good work on the donations of people around the country. Well, I, I, the reason I ask, I, I, I'm just, um, I, I don't understand uh, if it's, if it's, if it's a if it's a shelter for women, aren't there isn't there a shelter for men? There are other shelters that provide housing for men and women. Uh, the Hope Center only provides the women's shelter, but that's because when they looked around the city, they saw that that was the need that needed to be filled. There were several shelters that provided men's and women's housing, but there was nowhere that provided a women's only space for the particular women that needed that because of their history of abuse. And we're talking to Kate Anderson of Alliance Defending Freedom. She's senior counsel there. Um, I, I guess the reason I asked about uh, government funding is, does why would the is, doesn't that somehow give them a little bit more leeway if it's not uh, you know it's not a Title IX issue or something like that? Um, you would certainly hope so, but uh, this is a public accommodation law that they're being investigated under, and that applies regardless of funding to both pro- uh, for-profit and non-profit entities. Well, we have an institution here in Pittsburgh called Central Catholic High School. It's been around for nine, over 90 years, and you, you don't go there if you're, unless you're a, a male. Um, how, how, do, how is that different from a, home, uh, from a homeless shelter? If, here in, if a homeless shelter wanted to have a, a Catholic homeless shelter for men or women only? I suspect that it's a difference in the laws and the exemptions. Uh, there are particular laws for schools that allow um, men's boys' schools and girls' schools. Uh, and we think that if Anchorage were applying the law the way that it is written, uh, they would be applying the exemption to the homeless shelters and allowing um, the Hope Center to indeed operate the way that it is. Yeah, and I don't know if uh, I don't know if any women have sh- or girls have shown up at Central Catholic claiming that they're you know they're identifying as males. I don't think that's happened yet. So where do you see this going, Kate? It's going to go to the courts. We're hopeful that the court will step in quickly and make sure that they protect the women and the Hope Center. Uh, but this case will probably take some time to litigate. And if it if it comes out in your favor, what kind of uh, how, how far ranging would the would this verdict be? Would it would it uh, carry over anywhere else, or would it just be specific to this one case? Well, it would be most specific to the laws in Anchorage, which are what we're discussing with the court, uh, but it, hopefully it would set some precedent to give guidance to cities around the country on how they should deal with these issues. It, it's so important for us as a society to defend and protect shelters like the Hope Center that are doing this good work to help women when they are their most vulnerable. Well, Kate, I'm glad you're out there doing what you're doing at the Alliance Defending Freedom. I appreciate you coming on the radio with me. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Kate. And that's the story in Alaska Maybe a little common sense they could use up there, and they wouldn't need any lawyers. We'll be back. If you're drowning in IRS debt and can't afford to pay, then you need to take advantage of special IRS tax programs that are available and free yourself from IRS collection efforts once and for all. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing throughout the country, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems. An open phone line has been established by Community Tax for consumers to call and see if they qualify. Take down this number or store it in your cell phone, but call the Community Tax Helpline at 800-500-5588. If you owe 
owe back taxes to the IRS and cannot afford to pay them back, or even if you have years of unfiled tax returns, there's no need to fear anymore. But you have to call the Community Tax Helpline today at 800-500-5588 for the help that you need. Don't take on the IRS alone. They can attack your wages, savings, pension, home, and even your Social Security check. Call 800-500-5588 for your free consultation and to see if you qualify. That's 800-500-5588. Are you about to pay double for new windows, siding, or doors? If you haven't called Windows R Us, you just might. Many companies are overcharging area homes and businesses nearly double. With over 50 years in home remodeling, Windows R Us is more than a window company. They're the area's premier exterior replacement company for roofs, gutters, siding doors, and, of course, windows. Windows R Us will never overcharge. You'll love their no-pressure approach, straightforward pricing, and the fastest turnaround in the business. Right now, get zero interest for 12 months and up to $20,000 on new vinyl, fiberglass, or wood windows. With options like triple-pane glass and names like Pella, no hidden fees or surprises ever. Your no-loophole lifetime warranty covers everything, including glass breakage, at no additional cost. Mention AM 1250 with your free estimate for an exclusive 10% off. Why pay double? Visit the area's premier exterior replacement company, WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. The Original Mattress Factory's mission is simple. We hand-build quality mattresses in our local factories. We sell those mattresses directly to our customers so we can eliminate the middleman, saving you hundreds of dollars compared to mainstream brands. While the other guys have their gimmicks, the Original Mattress Factory has a straightforward approach and is committed to quality and doing what's best for our customers. It's what we've done for almost 30 years. Go to OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Great beds, no bull. That is the Original Mattress Factory difference. Quality products plus factory direct prices equals great value. Mattresses that are designed with better materials. Mattresses that are hand-built in local factories. Mattresses that cost hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Now, I know what you're thinking. This all sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it isn't. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made honestly priced. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. But AM 1250 The Answer and Salem Media Pittsburgh have a solution. Salem Media Pittsburgh has partnered with Judson University, a private Christian college in offering a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half. These tuition grants are available now. Call our tuition solution specialist at 412-503-4769 to reserve yours. You wouldn't put a square peg in a round hole, so why would you deploy a traditional firewall in a modern decentralized network? Firewalls have new requirements for businesses leveraging SaaS-based applications and public cloud platforms like AWS, Azure, and Google Cloud. We're in the cloud generation now, so your firewalls have to be engineered to fit right in. Reclaim your cloud network. Try a Barracuda cloud generation network or application firewall free at barracuda.com slash firewalls. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Well, why don't we finish up the week with one of the most nauseating people in North American history. Michael Moore on with Seth Myers on the late, 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 late show talking about his meeting with the Pope. This is unbelievable. Uh, you met the Pope. 
Uh, that must have been pretty cool. Two weeks ago. Two weeks. What was your interaction with the Pope like? I, I, I went to the weekly audience, and then he asked to uh, speak to me privately. It was an amazing moment, and I, I, I asked him if I could uh, ask him a question, and he said yes. And I said, do you believe that an economic system that benefits the few, the wealthy, at the expense of the many, is a sin? And he said to me, "See," si, in Italian. And I said, so you, you believe capitalism, the, the kind of the capitalism we have now, is a sin? He goes, yes, it is. He said, the, the, the poor must always come first. And then, he, and then he grabbed my hand and he said, you know, please uh, pray for me. And I said, I will, and, and, and please pray for me. And he said, no, you have to make more movies. <laughs> I just wanted a prayer. <laughs> no, you go back to the next time you meet with uh, producers, you can be like, just so you know, the Pope wants this. Yeah, right. Yeah, That's right. There you go. Yes. A couple of things here. First of all, they didn't ask him about what about a, a kind of, a, you know, a, a system that puts all the power in the hands of the government and, you know, places like South America, Latin America, you know, where they have socialism, which is what Michael Moore wants. And I noticed that Michael didn't get around to asking the Pope, or maybe he did. <clears throat> be a good question for him. Did he get around to asking the Pope about abortion being a sin? I, somehow, I don't know that that got into the conversation. And here's the thing. Here's something that the Pope should do, and I have all the respect for the Pope. Believe me, with all due respect for the Pope, if there's anybody who shouldn't talk about economics, it's somebody who's taken a vow of poverty, okay? He knows nothing about economics. So how about just not talking about that and speak ex cathedra? That's what they used to teach us in Catholic school when they speak ex cathedra, which is uh, speaking about matters of the church. He's infallible. I don't think I think he's fallible when he's talking about the economy. And I know Michael Moore is an idiot. Okay, so uh, we had a good week here, a good day today. Uh, I think uh, the the guy from uh, Judicial Watch, some really interesting stuff there on the caravan, which I will no longer look at as a caravan. I'll look at it completely differently after talking to him. That should get a lot more exposure, but it won't. Thanks for listening all week. Thanks to Aaron Byrne, our producer. And uh, that's it. We'll see you on Monday. Bye. The John Steigerwall Show is a production of AM 1250, The Answer, and Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flint with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com